Hello and welcome to FMI.online's 3 for Thursday. I'm your host, Ryan Spendelow. And today's three are the top three ways to improve your communication skills as an investment banker. Right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to what our listeners. It's great to have you back for this week's Three for Thursday. Uh, this is actually our 12th episode of season two. I uh, can't believe it's been going that long already. Uh, and I'm really excited because we've got a fantastic guest with some great experience uh, on our show today. Um, and I'd like to say oh, it's just gone over lunchtime here. Good afternoon to Caroline. Hi, Caroline. How are you? Hello, Ryan. I'm great. Thank you very much. Uh, it's great to have you on our podcast, smiling away there. Um, whereabouts are you based? So I'm, I'm doing this podcast from a really dreary old UK, uh, south of London. Whereabouts are you based? Well, Ryan, I'm not far away. I'm actually in Ireland. So I'm, I'm in a small county of Monaghan, and it's on the border with Northern Ireland. Oh, it sounds lovely. Yeah, and and you've got some very good light or you've got some really nice sunshine today because um, you look like you're very well illuminated. <laughs> well, you know, as you know, Ryan, I, I, um, I'm an ESL teacher, so I teach online. So uh, obviously my, my setup is set up in a way that um, my students can actually see me. <laughs> you're embarrassing me because I, we had a chat before we started recording and I'm doing this on the road. So I have got a less than ideal setup for this podcast today. Um, and the less said about that the better but hey Caroline <laughs> thanks ever so much for joining us mm -hmm. um our our top three today are the top three ways to improve your communication skills mm -hmm. as an investment banker um yes. I know just how important communication skills are in, in any industry but um you know in an industry like investment banking it's not only the technical skills that set people apart it's the ability to communicate uh, externally with mm -hmm. clients and also internally with, with callers. It, it's absolutely critical. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it's but, really good to have you on board. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about your background and your expertise? Because it's really quite interesting. Oh, well, thank you so much, um, Ryan. I'm delighted to be here. And you're absolutely right. You know, communication skills, particularly in the investment banking sector, is, is vital. You know, these young people who are entering into this field have all the technical skills and they've got great numeracy, <laughs> you yeah. know, skills, but sometimes what's letting them down is, is their communication skills. And particularly for people who are in, um, you know, where English isn't their first language, then, you know, they, they might, they have a second hurdle to get over. So anyways, Ryan, um, I'm Caroline and my career started initially um, when I was a flight attendant living and working in the Middle East. Um, I was a flight attendant for X number of years. I was a flight service supervisor. I was in charge of crew and I liaised closely with cabin crew and flight deck as well as ground personnel. Um, my career kind of continued within aviation when I was invited to join the ground services um, in-flight training development for cabin crew. So I was involved in recruitment and in-flight training of the of new recruits. Um, and that's where my, my love of training developed. It started there. Yeah. And um, so eventually I, I left aviation and I became an, sort of a, a teacher of English. 
Yeah. So teaching teaching English as a second language. So an ESL teacher. Okay. And Ryan, I've been doing that now for 14 years. Wow. Yeah. And what I do now is I specialize in helping investment bankers sort of level up their communication skills um, so that they can sort of really thrive and perform really well in their in their jobs. Okay, that's a that's a really interesting niche kind of um, uh, sort of subsection of that teaching English teaching market that you've kind of found yourself in. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And and you, I guess, because of the world that we live in, um, everything being done virtually uh, in a in a very sort of Zoom like way. Mm-hmm. I, I guess your people that you're coaching, I think you do a lot of one to one coaching. A lot of these people are just from all around the globe, so mm-hmm. um, Asia, um, Europe, uh, all over the place. Yes, yes, Ryan. So, you know, I I connect with my with my my students on LinkedIn, yeah. and um, all of my students, most but not all. The majority of my students are from all over the world. So, yeah. um, so I get sort of Polish or or Spanish or Italian. Um, you know, they're coming from they're coming from everywhere, and that's the beauty of LinkedIn. Of of course, is because you yeah. can connect with people from around the world. And like you said, it's a virtual classroom, so you can be anywhere in the world, and yeah. we can connect, and you can learn online now, and it's wonderful. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Oh, Karen, that, that's absolutely wonderful. Um, and and I guess in hearing and listening to your background, um, I'm always I'm always fascinated by people's journey to however they find themselves in the career that they they have you know mm-hmm. that they're currently in. Everybody, a lot of people have got these really interesting ways that they've wound up um, uh, where where they are, uh, and yours certainly is the case as well. Uh, and so listening to your background, I think you were really perfectly positioned uh, to give our listeners your insights as to what the top three, the top three ways people, I like that term, level up their communication skills as an investment banker. Uh, mm-hmm. As you say, you know, a lot of people already have at least a basic level of, so just winding back a little bit, I guess you're coming from this specifically where people have English as a second language, Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but I assume that the three things that you're going to tell us, mm-hmm. um, they're applicable to anybody, even, you know, native English speakers in terms of their communication skills. Yeah, it is actually, you know, what, what I what I'm about to offer you now, um, Ryan, it will it's helpful for even native English speakers. Yeah. You know, um, like when I when I started off in aviation, um, you know, one of the key things that they were teaching us in our training was communication, because obviously communication in aviation is vital. You know, yeah. we, we, and, it, you know, it, it's, we, 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 we communicate, we communicate amongst ourselves as crew and with the flight deck. But of course, if there's an emergency, then that, that's where it's most vital. And so, so communication skills was one of the one keys that was you know, drilled into us at the very beginning. And that's where I developed my my communication skills particularly. And I can see that communication skills is vital in in banking, but in in every sort of field, communication skills are necessary. But without good, strong communication skills, nothing gets done properly. There's miscommunication, things fail, things start to fail or fall apart. So, you know, be that person who can communicate. Don't be the weak link. Yeah. 
there is, you know, there's, if you're not communicating properly, there's weak links and then communication breaks down. And we know what happens when communication breaks down. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. All right then, Carolyn. Hey, listen, um, I'm really keen to hear what your top three uh, ideas are for, to help people level up with their communication skills. Mm-hmm. So, so do you want to just start by giving us your first, um, your first idea? Absolutely. Brian. So the first thing that I would recommend to young investment bankers entering into the field is to develop your listening skills. You're coming into the banking field, you've already done all of your studying and you're lucky now that you've got a role within a bank. Now is your time to continue learning. So listen more than you speak. So if you're in conversations with your manager or with other colleagues, focus on what they're saying less on what you want to say in response. And, you know, Ryan, this is a problem that even native English speakers have problems with. They list, they're not listening enough. They're too concerned about what they're going to say. So I would say to everyone, just listen, let the other person finish, and you'll find that you will be able to respond more easily after that. So that's my first tip, Ryan. I, I think that I think that's absolutely brilliant, Caroline. I, I remember hearing a term somewhere, maybe it was from a colleague. I have some colleagues at, at MDA training that do some communication mm-hmm. skills training. I think they use the term active listening. Is, is that what you call? Is yeah. That what you call it? Well, well, active listening, um, Ryan, is is more of sort of like you and I can see each other now, yeah, and and so you know I'm nodding or you're nodding or we're smiling, but that's active listening. It's just it's just using gestures. And of course, you're you know, we we use active listening also on the telephone and the active listening that you would use in the telephone would be things like, mm hmm. Ah, mm. it's those little sounds that people uh. hear to show that you're actually listening to what they're what they're saying. So good point, Ryan. You know, don't get distracted when you're listening to someone. So don't be on your phone or don't be looking over the top of their heads at something that's going on in the background. Look, focus on the other person and, you know, nod or, you know, give a the, sort of these small gestures to indicate that you're that you're actually listening properly. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's right. And we've all been in that situation, haven't we, where we are talking or speaking to somebody, we uh, um, clearly have something that we think is quite important to say. And you look at that person and you can just tell that they're just waiting for you to stop speaking so they can say something. And I guess that's the opposite to what you're saying we should be doing. It's very off-putting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's actually can be a little bit rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So obviously, you know, uh, uh, you know, when you're new in the company and you're engaging with your colleagues or senior managers, then, you know, listen more than you speak, basically, because they've got a, they've got a lot more experience of what's going on and what's happening. Um, so you learn, you can learn a lot more. Yeah. I always say you learn a lot more by listening than speaking. I think that's really great tip, especially for young people going to the industry, mm. because a lot of young people going to the industry have, a, have had a lot of success academically at university or business schools. And that's why they've been hired um, often into these very prestigious programs. And it's, it's quite a, a, a good tip for people just to say, look, you've come from perhaps a place where you were a big fish. 
um, you're now going to a place where you maybe not be have that same kind of level of knowledge and expertise mm-hmm. as you once did. So Absolutely. just trust that other people um, have a lot of experience and you might do yourself some mm-hmm. favors just to, just to listen to other people. Yeah. And that's why I, yeah, I mentioned earlier is having that learning mindset. So keep the learning mindset Um, and, you know, maybe just leave the ego at the door, ego, and just go in and be that learner again, you know, Uh, and that's where listening is important. So brilliant, Caroline. Hey, that's a fantastic one. Okay, Mm -hmm. then. And it also kind of, to me, demonstrates that communication, uh, effective communication, isn't just about speaking and talking. You know, it's you've already mentioned body language, the hums and ahs, the listening. Mm-hmm. So it just highlights to me how you know don't fall into the trap that communication is just how you speak. It's not all about the words. It's not, yeah. and you know, you you know what they say: action speaks louder than words. Yeah, absolutely. you know, and it does. You know, somebody can just look at you and know that if you're you're not really interested, or yeah. you're distracted, and it's very often very off-putting so they need to be really careful of course when they're starting out new to show that they're in, really interested and they're focused yeah. and they're eager eager yeah. to learn you know yeah absolutely okay Carolyn. hey that's great what about your your second idea to help uh, investment bankers level up their communication skills yeah well obviously part of communicating is 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 the language and the spoken language and um so this my second tip here is to overcome your language barriers and what i mean by that ryan is is to learn language that's very specific to what you're doing in your job so what i mean by that ryan is you know if they are, if, if they need to attend meetings, um, sometimes they're very nervous about um, engaging in meetings is because they're really not sure, you know, how to agree or perhaps how to disagree on a point without coming across as being a little bit rude. Mm. Um, how, let's say, for example, they're, they're um, you know, going in for promotion and in that promotion, they have to deliver some presentations or pitches. So, they need, they, they, they maybe lack the language skills to, to deliver those presentations sort of in a fluent or smooth way. So yeah. they don't know how to really get started on the presentations strongly or how to end strongly, or maybe in between how they can sort of transition between points, one point to the next point in like that really fluid way. So yeah. these are skills that, are, that they can learn, plus the language that enables them to really just present the presentations beautifully yeah yeah so i guess that's really important particularly um you know every different industries have different um uh, jargon different uh, mm. technical words for different things but also i guess using your example there as from a presentation point of view different ways of presenting or different styles of presentation. If you're an investment banker, for example, mm-hmm. delivering a pitch to a client, that pitch or that presentation is going to be very different to say, putting you in a different mm-hmm. scenario in a different industry, speaking to a potential client. Absolutely. Yeah. So I imagine it's sort of in, in the banking sector and investment banking in particular, you know, you're investing, you're, you're communicating with, with clients and, you know, so there might be charts. So lots of charts with graphs. So how do you present those? How do you present them in a way that is understandable to the person listening to you? Because sometimes people who are, you know, looking at these charts might 
not be able to follow them so well because but mm. you know you know exactly what they're what they mean because you've spent hours and hours preparing them but if you're presenting it to a client who is not that familiar with with the figures and the numbers that's where you when you're presenting that you're able to present in a very clear concise way delivering it clearly and transitioning from one slide to the other that everything kind of runs smoothly yeah. and again it's all about the language that they use and when i when i said overcoming your language barriers of course they've got the language skills going into banking they've got they're very good general english speakers and they've learned their english you know, from a general English speaker, which has been fantastic. They've got a good foundation. Now they need to level up their skills. The language again has to be leveled up a couple of grades where they're able to communicate in their workplace effectively. And that's where someone like me, for example, who, who will take them and give them the language and the practice necessary to be able to to do that so they have it straight away they have the language that they need right away and that they can use it right away in in their workplace brilliant brilliant makes a lot of sense caroline mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense okay so uh the first one was uh your first idea was um you know making sure that you're you're listening and listening more than you're speaking really concentrate on listening mm-hmm. um Overcoming language barriers um, mm-hmm. is your number two. So this is three for Thursday. So we need one more for you. What's from you? Yeah. So my final, my final um, suggestion to your listeners, uh, Ryan, would be to practice. And I know it's a slight contradiction to what I said in the first, in the first one, which is to listen. But <laughs> here, <laughs> you need to practice speaking. And what I'm, what I'm suggesting to your listeners is for them to practice speaking. Um, having that those small talk conversations with their colleagues and with their you know their senior managers small talk conversations are a great way of establishing rapport and at at the same time it gives you the confidence to speak English you need to build rapport with your with your colleagues Um, so have small conversations about the weather you know talk about your weekend maybe talk about a movie that you're you're going to see or you you've already watched I know I have I'm I've got one movie I'm desperate to see. Oh, what's and, that? What, what movie oh, is that? The, the, the Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah, from the airline industry. So, uh, the, yeah, the of course. Industry, of course. Just, yeah. Anything to do with aviation is still sort of one of my, my, my loves. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's a great. You know, if you've been to see the film, of course, you can recommend it to your colleagues. You can talk about it. that's a great little topic that you can have with, with, with your colleagues. And it just gives that rapport. You build a relationship. You build a bond. You build the trust. All of that is rapport. And what, while I'm suggesting this is to practice on your colleagues, is because eventually you're going to have to do it with clients this yeah. is your job that is their job is to is to engage with clients and to win them over and get them to invest or get investment from them so that would be my next tip or my next um, suggestion would be to practice speaking develop the small talk um, yeah. and and do it regularly and become very confident and comfortable doing it because it's a skill you need to develop within Brilliant. the banking term banking field yeah, Carol, that, that's that's excellent. And, you know, that ability to build rapport with people mm-hmm. from a professional point of view 
you know, if you think about, you know, deal building or, or going with clients and, and building relationships, it's critical, clearly. Yeah. But also mm-hmm. for your own career progression, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. people that are able to build rapport with their teammates, build rapport with their seniors, report, build rapport with their, you know, the people that they directly report to, mm-hmm. your ability to uh, do that, there's a very important self-interest there that you can, you know, professionally benefit from, you know, just career-wise. Exactly. So, so everything in a nutshell, basically, is, you know, when, when these new um, people enter into this field of investment banking, all the time, you are trying to impress, you know, you're impressing your clients, and you're also impressing your bosses and colleagues. And obviously, they want to progress within the field. And so if your if your language skills, your language skills could hold you back, rather than sort of push you forward so if you're not speaking up in meetings then you're not getting your voice across people will not hear what you have to say and if you're not able to deliver good pitches or presentations then people won't maybe trust you to do the next one so you know it's a win-win yeah absolutely hey caroline that is that's fantastic just to recap your your three ideas to help people level up their communication skills as an investment banker uh listing skills uh, making sure that you develop your your listing skills, uh, overcome language barriers was number two, and finally uh, rapport building. Practice the small talk. Did I yes. get them right? Excellent, perfect. <laughs> you were oh, listening. You have part, very good listening, listening skills. <laughs> Excellent. I may have cheated a little bit, but yeah, no, I I think those are really really valuable insights. And and anybody looking to forge a career in investment banking. Um, would do well to focus on those three those three things thank you all right <laughs> Caroline well, this has been wonderful uh, you know I'm sure that you've got lots more good ideas that you would be able to share with our listeners so hopefully we can arrange to have you back again um, sometime uh, perhaps later on this year for another for another recording would that be okay that would be perfect I would be delighted and thank you so much for having me today Ryan it's, it's a great experience Hi, Ben. It's been an absolute pleasure. It really generally has been, Caroline. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, that's it from us this week, everybody. Thanks very much for tuning in. Remember, uh, you can help us out by liking and subscribing to our podcast. You can find our podcast at all the usual places. And remember, there's lots of free resources, both from a technical point of view, but also from an interpersonal professional skills point of view on topics like communication on our website at fmi.online. Uh, Until next Thursday, have a great week and see you next Thursday.